0: Okay, Lisi, what challenge would you like to focus on today? Well, I know that from your website, you had a bunch of options. And I think that the one that's most affecting me right now is the mindset. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had a baby seven months ago. And I feel like I have lost a little bit of who I am in the process. Um, everything is now that I'm a mother, and everything's about her, and I don't sleep that well, and I just need to figure out how to be mother and me. and you know, Find my body again, and all those good things, but yeah, let's focus on that one.
1: Let's talk more about this. Okay, so you say that you want to kind of get back to yourself, right, is what I'm hearing. So can you just tell me a little bit more? Like, what is it that you're noticing is happening right now?
0: Well, for example, last night, it, it was almost like it came as a shock to me that The life I had before is just no more. And it will never, ever be again. Again, I'll never just be an individual surviving or having to just live. Everything has to be. You need to feed this baby. You need to keep this baby healthy. You need to keep this baby alive. Everything that I do now is this baby.
1: So you needing to feel basically you feeling like this baby from what I'm understanding is like, you're responsible for everything for the baby. And so how is that affecting you? Like, what are you noticing in terms of how you feel about yourself?
0: Well, I already had to give up my body for this process. I don't feel like I take care of me in terms of physically I have to figure out making time to eat. I have to figure out just making time to breathe. It just She's with me 24-7 pretty much. And I can't do anything about that. I'm her primary caregiver. And it's even worse now because she refuses to sleep in her crib. For the past, like, three weeks.
1: Yeah, I definitely can relate to that. So let's let's talk more about this. If you were to use a word or even, like, three words to describe your feelings right now, how would you, what would you say? Overloaded. Tired. Hopeless. Okay. And these feelings if you if you recognize that you're feeling overloaded you recognize you're feeling tired and hopeless how how does this impact your day-to-day life so in terms of how you move through your days i still have
0: to be happy and kind and loving to the baby but then there's this underlying part of me just getting through the day, getting through the motions, dreading the nights and knowing that I won't be able to sleep well. Even if I could get to sleep, she won't really be at peace enough for me to be
1: at peace. It's it's almost like there's there's just always something happening in your mind. Like there's just no, um, is what I'm hearing. There's always something happening in the mind. There's no sense of like, peace or or just stillness for a second nope
0: everything mm-hmm. is always on mm-hmm. and i mean i love this baby I of course i have her she's mm-hmm. amazing she's beautiful she is all the things
1: oh but she, she is
0: taking taking me
1: down i can definitely see that and and that's you know that's the reality of the situation and that that is okay and Okay, so we have this idea of how you're feeling and how that is kind of playing out in your life. So tell me, on a scale of one to 10, in terms of how you feel right now, not about the baby, but more just about yourself, like your your, your space, if you had to give a number about your contentment with your relationship with yourself. What number would you give that between one and ten? One being very low, 10 being very high? Four. Okay. Okay, that's just for us to get a gauge, right on where where are you at in this relationship with yourself? And what where would you like to be realistically? where Where would you want to aim for? Seven, eight? Let's just imagine for a minute what it would feel like if you didn't feel so overloaded what would you be experiencing what would look different in your life
0: i would be rested i would feel like i have more control over myself or my day at least um i would feel more accomplished i mean Mothering is great, but I really used to be able to get so much stuff done. And now I don't think I do much stuff. I want to feel like myself, at least look like myself.
1: Okay. Do you notice that this is impacting any other area of your life you kind of alluded to it already because first we kind of started talking about the way you feel but then you just mentioned also this is impacting the way that you look these are both with the body but physically in the body and then mentally and then do you notice this impacting any other area of your life like this feeling of being overloaded and tired and just disconnected from the person you know yourself to be yeah,
0: I think it affects my career. I think it affects my marriage. Um, I think it's affected those two things. Just with okay. the career part, I don't think I've, I'm achieving what I usually would. Mm-hmm. or Even like I'm trying to pivot to something new. Mm-hmm. I still don't think I dedicate enough to it or... I'm able to dedicate enough to it. And then with the marriage, um, we're both navigating this new baby and stuff, but I don't think we get that much time to ourselves anymore. And even if we do, I don't think we know what to do with the time. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, pretty much resting and recovering from it. Um, And I and, knew... And having a baby that I would really devote a lot of myself to it and to her. But this is a lot. And I remember my husband and I being able to just sit on the couch and just watch TV for the weekend and know that that'd be cool. We'd be fine. It can't happen that way anymore. He works a lot, especially in the weekdays. And I have to think about him having to go out to work when I am at home. And even though my job is looking after this baby and it is constant, I still have to say, he has to go out there, which means I feel obligated in some respects to take on more with the baby, when in reality, I should let him take on some more as well. And yeah, and then there are the parts where he really does much a lot of stuff. We're just like working continuously. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've had a break, proper break for a while.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can I can hear that. I, that this idea of constantly working, constantly navigating, right? Because it's a new normal, right? And I know who used that term in the pandemic, but this is a new normal for your life, right? You're because I think a lot of times you think like, okay, the change is going to be just with the baby and getting used to the baby, but the baby changes every other aspect of your life. And I think that's the hard part where you're like, oh, it's not just about me taking care of the baby. It's that I, I, as you said, I can no longer do this or this has to be done differently. And so it's almost like you have to start a new kind of life, which is very confusing because you're already midway through your life. (laughs) See, so you're like wait I had a good setup I was I was in flow and now you're just knocked off your feet
0: totally totally and then the day just goes you're like did I really just spend the whole day and achieve this <laughs> this is my achievement this is what I have to show for myself I, I, I try to remind myself when
1: the day is done, my baby's fed and she's smiling I wouldn't say I'm a motherhood expert or anything because clearly I'm in it for the first time too but I do think that if your baby's happy and your baby's safe and your baby's needs are met, their physical needs and their emotional needs then I truly do believe that as a mom you have done your job And anything else is bonus. So, pat-pat to you. And give yourself a clap. Yay. Okay, because sometimes I think, you know, especially if you're a productive person and you're a go-getter, you're just so used to doing all these other things, and, and those things might look much, much bigger. But you're in a different season right now, and you just have to acknowledge that accomplishments might look different. And it doesn't mean you can't still get some of those big, bigger accomplishments, but it means you're going to also celebrate some different ones. And listen, if you got the baby to sleep in any kind of position, if she's sleeping, that is an accomplishment, okay? And that deserves the yeah. celebration. Yeah. So, okay, so let's think about, we, we have a good understanding of, you know, kind of where you're at, what you're feeling. It's completely understandable why you're feeling this way. And it's completely normal. So now I want us to think of a way that we can move from this current situation. And I want us to just think of what is one thing that you think you could do to in some way connect with yourself again. And it's hard because your whole life has changed. So I understand that there's multiple different areas you probably want to tackle, but for today, we only, we're only going to tackle one. So, and you can think about it. It could be the area that bothers you the most, or it could be the area where you think you can make the greatest progress or the area that would be most meaningful to you. So I'll just give you a second, but I want you to think of what's one thing you could do that would make you feel like Lisi again.
0: I think I should at least get a haircut. Okay. And I started wearing my hair short about a year and a half mm-hmm. right now it's looking kind of raggedy, not my best look and I I think sometimes it's just probably doing something like that that just makes me kind of feel like I tried okay I mean all the other type of maintenance things I I'd like to but mm-hmm. there are much more intensive and more involved and at least the hair is on my head so I'd at <laughs> least be face first
1: yes and okay good so if you were to get a haircut like how would it make you feel
0: like somebody took the time to make me look okay and that I went and took the time to take care of myself mm. and that I, I didn't have to do it myself Somebody did it for me. I didn't have to put in any effort except just to get there.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: That's what I want.
1: And that's that's really kind of honoring that that piece about self-care, right? And I I really love what you're sharing because it's twofold in this particular example, as you said, because it's A, that you're going to take the time or that you could take the time to do something for yourself. But at the same time, the doing is actually being done by somebody else, so you're being cared for. So you're caring for yourself, and somebody else is caring for you at the same time. It's like a double win. No, I love that. That's that that really makes a lot of sense. And um, okay, so thinking about this, if you were to take that, uh, if you were to take that time to just do something for yourself, you, you get this haircut. Now imagine you've gotten a haircut. You know, it's exactly how you want it. And you walk out that salon. I want you to picture yourself walking out the salon with your, like, close your eyes. Picture yourself walking out the salon with this
0: Mm
1: -hmm. haircut and describe the feeling to me.
0: Refreshed, uplifted. Because, like, my barber's great too. You know, like, we're friends. And it's always a good experience just being there. So it would definitely feel uplifting, both mentally and physically uplifting.
1: Okay, that's awesome. And so when could you make this appointment to go to the hairdressers or to go to the barber?
0: You know, I could pretty much do it anytime. I don't know. I'm actually not sure why I have not set up that appointment yet. I really could just I could do it.
1: So would you uh so let's talk this through, would you need would you be able to take your baby to the barber or would you need someone else to watch the baby? I
0: can. But I don't love it because Then she's kind of relegated to the car seat and she's not a fan and then she probably gets irritable. So I usually would rather leave her with my sister or someone. Okay.
1: So when do you think, like how easy is it for you to get someone to watch her? Like is it feasible that within the next week you could arrange for someone to watch the baby and make an appointment to go to the barber?
0: I could... I could. I could take the time and just make sure I schedule it right. And
1: yeah. I could, get and is, it. I could get it. So is a week reasonable? Like By next yeah. Monday you can you make this happen? I could do that. Okay. So if we're saying that by next Monday you're going to go to your hairdresser or barber and you're going to get a haircut. So what are any obstacles that might come up that could prevent this from happening?
0: Well, scheduling, if he's available, um, if there, if my sister or anybody is not available, those could be the biggest obstacles. Um, just her temperament in the night. Sometimes I'll just be tired. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of just give up on the day or give up on doing those type of things. So, yeah.
1: Okay. So My we know energy. you're not going to give up because no. we know that you want to, this, if you do this, you're going to feel refreshed and uplifted.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: important. So we're not going, even if you're low energy, you're still moving to the hair just okay. So regarding the scheduling obstacle, I guess it's just a matter of coordinating to see right figuring out who to talk to first the barber or whatever but just figuring out the availability between the parties involved and making that happen and you might have to find a backup date but I'm sure that you will hopefully be able to find some kind of time that doesn't lie and so when you take when you when you go to the hairdresser, so I want you to imagine you've gone to the hairdressers now you've gotten your haircut how do you how will you know that this Task was successful, in terms of making you feel more like yourself. What will you measure that success by?
0: I can look in the mirror and tell. Um, I can also, but well, I mean, well, like I said, my barber—he makes sure that I'm content with the look. Okay, and I think that's part of it too. The whole, are you happy with it? And if I am if I see myself the way I imagine myself mm-hmm. or the way I imagine I used to be, I think that would be it. that would be the measuring stick like do I feel right. as cool
1: as I usually feel? knowing <laughs> I look
0: as cool as I usually do,
1: yeah, 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 just because then <laughs> and that makes sense to me, right? because that's getting back to who you felt you used to be you saw it like as soon as you thought about as soon as you said the mirror you're you were smiling already and you haven't mm-hmm. had the haircut yet but you were smiling just thinking about how am I going to look when I look in this mirror so I'm actually really excited oh I'm actually really excited for you so in this decision who's going to support you like who can support you to make sure that this happens Because a lot of times we plan something in our head and then we, you know, we back out or it doesn't end up happening.
0: My husband, he he'll ask, he'll try and keep me accountable at least. Okay. If I tell him. But I will tell him.
1: Yes. Are you able to tell him tonight?
0: I can tell him.
1: Okay. And, um, And I want you to just make sure you tell him. So you just tell him this is the plan that you have already made. And I want you to actually get the plan into motion before you even talk to him. So reach out to, if not the barber, then your sister, or if you can reach out to both of them before you talk to your husband. Great. So that way you've already gotten the ball rolling. Because sometimes we think we're telling our support person or our partner, but then we're almost asking them for permission, Mm -hmm. really. And I want you to make sure that you're not asking for that permission and you're not waiting for someone else to to validate or acknowledge that you should do this. I want you to realize for your own self, no, I, I know I need to do this for myself and I am doing this for myself.
0: Okay. All okay. right.
1: So you're just going to let him know this is what you're doing and can he help hold you accountable. All right. Okay, good. So I'm just going to, um, before we continue, I just want to take a moment to go over what we've talked about so far. So uh, Lisa, you kind of came to me today talking about just challenges uh, with your mindset, You're seven months postpartum, and you just feel disconnected from the person that you used to be. You feel like you've lost um, who you were. You're affected by a lack of sleep um, and just navigating the new world of being a mom. Uh, you feel like your body has been given up to support your baby's needs. Um, your time has been given up to support your baby's needs. And basically all the available space in your brain has been given to your baby. And you're very blessed and happy to have your baby. And you're happy to be a mother. But you are feeling overloaded. You're feeling tired and just a bit hopeless. And you want to feel like the person you used to be, you want to feel happy, you want to feel uh, connected to yourself, and that you are still able to achieve things in life outside of your baby. So one thing that would help you uh, get back to yourself that you've decided is that you should get a haircut. And you believe that for you, a haircut and how your hair looks directly is connected to how you feel, but not just for you, it's not just a physical thing about how the haircut uh, makes you feel from a visual perspective, but it's about the fact that somebody else is going to be taking care of you, and that's what you really want. You really want to put your hands in, into somebody else and just have somebody else care for you, and you feel acknowledged and you feel seen in that moment. And it has nothing to do with your baby. Your baby actually won't even be in this space, so it's truly a time where you can have self-care for yourself and. It'll also be a big step for you because you are going to have to make that time and have to go to the barber. And by doing that, you are reminding yourself that you matter and that you do need to care for yourself too. So it's kind of like a double win. And when you do this, you envision that you're going to feel refreshed and uplifted and it's going to make you feel better mentally and physically because you really know that this barber, it's not just about the haircut. This barber makes you feel good and they look at you as a person um, and just ensure that you're okay. And this is gonna really help you. So, because of that, you've decided you're going to get a haircut within the next mm-hmm. week. So by next Monday, you are going to schedule with the barber, and you've identified that your sister will be able to help you watch the baby so that you can do this for yourself. Mm-hmm. And your husband is gonna hold you accountable um, to make sure that this happens. Have mm-hmm. I missed anything?
0: No, you did great, actually. Just hearing it all put together was very nice. <laughs> but, okay, yeah. good. Um, yeah. And sometimes
1: that's, that's so exciting, right? Just to hear what's happening in your head and just hear it out loud from somebody else. Yeah. Uh, that
0: yes. was good. I, I good. totally see it happening now.
1: How does that sound to you? I
0: think it's a good plan. I
1: like it. Yeah. But... Uh, final question, Lisi. What was it like to be supported? And what was it like to experience this this coaching today?
0: I appreciated it, actually. Um, it's kind of funny when you realize it's sometimes it's just the things that are right in front of you, but you need somebody to point you in the direction. And I appreciate it. It was definitely worth the time. It worth the
1: time. Got it. I'm glad um, to hear that. And I just want to give you a round of applause and celebrate you. Okay. Because you. even you just taking this time, this 20 minutes to for us to talk to each other and for you to focus on you, that's where it starts. This is you putting yourself first because you matter. And I'm so proud of you for that.